extraordinary being moment where we inspire you to take action, influence you for change, and motivate you for success. This is your host and coach, Len DeCarmine, here today, and we're going to be talking about the power of purpose and how important it is to your life for you to succeed. But before we get into that and our special guest, I need to introduce my two favorite co-hosts, the one and only Fred Martinez. Fred, how are you today? In your face, Chris. (laughs) These guys always get upset. They go back and forth on who I introduce first. I try to rotate it to be fair. Fred, what's going on? Uh, I'm enjoying uh, my scenery. scenery, I know you love those. You love those green screen backgrounds when we do these videos. It's fantastic. You know what? Yeah, but this one is my property, though. I know. It looks nice. It looks nice. And we got to do. We got to do an EBM retreat back there. That's right. You know, That's right. get a whole bunch of people, do some exercises, some cool motivational event. I want some Olympic workouts, Fred. Well, we need to do it right away because uh, it could be sold next year. Ah, right away. All right, well, we got to raise, we, we raise the money to get that compound, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> let's, now let's head over to Christopher Shiver. Chris, what's going on? Hi, everyone. Christopher Shiver here. Um, I'm getting ready to talk about motivation because... Because that's that, that's that's our speaker today, and I feel like now, considering everything that just happened, you know, this weekend, I think right now we needed to talk about motivational mindsets. I think we need it more than ever. No, Chris, I really agree with you on that. You know, we just we're in the process of a presidential election. We have a lot of people out there now with a lot of mixed emotions, a lot of concerns, you know. And right now, they you know, regardless of who's president. You still got to take responsibility for yourself because you can't depend on other people, no matter what. And if, for you to be successful, you got to take your make your own path in life, and become that person who's financially successful, who can move themselves forward, who really is resourceful to become successful. And that's what we're going to be talking to you today with our special guest and why having purpose in life it's so important. So let me not waste any more time. Let me introduce to you the one and only Allison. Now I'm gonna mess this up because I know I do for every show. McGarian, did I get it right, Allison? Yes, you did. Fantastic! <laughs> I got Allison McGarian here today, our motivational mindset coach. You know, she's gonna be talking about purpose, but I want to tell you a little bit more about her. She is an exceptional singer. She does life coaching, health coaching. She's all about being mindfulness and helping people achieve their dreams. Allison, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on this. I loved all of your purposes of being on this and everything (laughs) about the Extraordinary Being Movement. So this is an honor on my part. So thank you for having me. Well, you're absolutely welcome, Allison. And being another fellow New Yorker, we're going to see how these shows go because I know between you and me, we're going to have some uh, good New York accents coming out. Hands are going everywhere. There's a lot of passion. So I am excited about this. Yes, I'm so excited too. I'm trying to keep my hands down, but I'm pretty sure they're going to be up very soon. That, hey, that's no problem here. Now, Allison, I, I need to open this up. I've been following you on YouTube. You're an exceptional singer. Thank you. What's going on with, let's let's talk a little bit really briefly about your music career. Where's that going? What's, what's, how's that working out? So um, through my purpose, I find figured out that my music is a huge passion of mine. And, you know, I went to school for singing and then went went to school to be a music teacher and then went to school to become a principal and then ended up backtracking completely and really coming right back to what my purpose, my passion is, which is music. So um, I decided that I was going to write my own music and start putting it out there and get the fear out of me and just start constantly posting, doing covers every week on YouTube. I have my Music Monday and then also on my Instagram page and my Facebook page, I share it everywhere. Every Monday, I cover a new song, I take requests, and I also have been recording my own music and I'm actually back in the studio again this week with the new producer, trying to really find my sounds um, to share with the world. So, and trying to write motivational music. So that's something else that's coming off of this. So Man. my music is it's moving, it's moving, it's exciting. It sounds like it. We might have to have you write us a song. Um, definitely can be done. <laughs> 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 
No, I, I, I have to tell you, I saw your, um, your cover song, uh, the Rihanna song. Yes, uh, that, I love that one. That's one of my the song I like a lot. It's one of my favorite songs. But hearing you do it was fantastic. I was singing with you <laughs> at home as you were singing. I'm like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Oh, thank you so much. That means so much to me. I really hope people do enjoy them. And I want people to, you know, start sending more requests in because I want to play what people enjoy. I try yeah. to play what I also enjoy, but I'd love to be able to, for people really to connect when I'm singing. I try to put my own little spin on it. You know, I don't sound like Rihanna. I'm, I'm Allison. So right. I like to put my own spin on it. I'm getting comfortable with that and putting myself out there every week has built so much confidence for me. So hearing you say that, all from Arizona, makes me <laughs> feel very special right now. So thanks, bud. No, no problem, you no know, problem. When I hear talent, I love to let people know the gifts that they really have and just let them know they keep doing what they're doing. So keep it up, it's fantastic. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Allison, I originally thought that, because uh, I was listening to your YouTube, uh, I originally thought those were all your original songs because I don't watch a lot of, uh, I don't, I don't listen to a lot of music. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, I wrote all those songs. You keep thinking that, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you though. Thank you. So Allison, let's, let's talk about, you know, you're in the educational field, you're a musician. Yeah. Now you're a motivational coach. How did you get into this? How did this journey start? So it's funny. I'm always the person where everybody goes, oh, Allison, what is she doing now? Like, oh gosh, Allison's doing something new again. Oh gosh, what did you do? Okay, that's nice. Like it's almost become like a joke, but I've realized it's the person that I am. And through a lot of soul searching, um, mm. spiritual searching, a lot of trying to figure out exactly who I want to be and who I actually am for who, like for my interests and what my purpose is for life, I decided that I can do it all. And that's where motivating the mindset really came about. I am a middle school music teacher and I teach the coolest kids ever in Brooklyn, New York. And they've taught me probably more than I've taught them because my kids have lived a very different life than I have lived, than how I was raised. A lot of um, inner city, I taught a lot of homeless kids over the years, but my current kids, they really allowed me to face my fears in the last two years, which was when I decided to start recording music, I had all these 12 year olds Miss McGarrion, you can do it. And I'm like, you know what? You know what? If you believe in me, I believe in all of you. I'm going to show them, you know, and I kind of did it as an experiment for them and myself. Like, let me see if I can do this. And I did it. And I did it with a little bit of fear, but I was happy I did it. And it's helped me now grow. I started meditating and I looked at the kids and I'm like, guys, this is so cool. Meditating and breath work. You guys want to try it? Now here I am in inner city Brooklyn and all these kids that are just like wiling out. And I'm like, let's sit in peace. Let's sit still. You want to try to breathe with me? And they're all breathing with me. And I'm watching this all happen over the last few years. And I'm going, I think I'm onto something. I think I figured something out. How social emotional learning for not just children, but for adults is really, really important. And that's where motivating the mindset started coming about. I built an entire curriculum in my classroom, trying to get kids to figure out their purpose at 12 and 13. Yeah. I wish somebody told me that and told me to keep believing in myself because we had that lack and those limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. And I just look at the kids and I'm like, no, let's go. Let's do this, do this, do this. And I had a kid last year turn around to me and be like, why don't you just write a book about this? Hmm. So Jamel... <laughs> you know who said it I looked at him I remember it like it was yesterday and it was the beginning of this year so I kind of need to give you guys a little bit of a, a timeline on this mm -hmm. because it's interesting how everything you know yeah so I started writing down my ideas of what I do with the kids mm -hmm. we meditate we do a mood meter we do a bunch of gratitude stuff every day before we start a lesson and then we connect it all to music affirmations high vibe playlists mm -hmm. figuring out how to communicate with our parents and our teachers we, we tried to make it fun. And we talked about this stuff every single day. And I saw the shift. I saw the shift in me as a person realizing that <clears throat> this is stuff I'm doing and it's working. I'm looking at kids, they're doing better. So I made it into a book, which comes out hmm. this Friday. It's called awesome. Emotional Reset for the Mindset. And it is for teens, um, even maybe even younger, maybe 10 years old to 16, but I've had many adults read it telling me I need to write an adult version. So as I'm doing all this, I'm going, 
I really just want to help everybody. Here I am being Allison again. I I need to do more. I need to help more. I need to help the world. I need to change the world. And I decided to become a life coach. <laughs> and it has been such a gift being able to start this coaching business because everything that I'm applying to these children, I'm applying to adults and watching adults grow just as fast as kids. Sure. Um, so that's kind of a story of where I am right now. And it's very, it's a very exciting time because this all happened during quarantine, mm -hmm. during a pandemic. And I just kept saying, motivate the mindset. Like, let's reset every day. Let's reset. We don't have control of all these crazy things that are happening in the world, but we have control of how we feel. And like, that's where I've been going. No, I, I love it. You're absolutely correct about this. And people have, you've actually prospered during this time frame. And that's, yeah. and that's the thing with going through this, this COVID, this going through all this right now is that you have a choice. Either you can make it happen or you can sit and suffer. And right. you're one of the rare people out there that are making things happen in this trying time, regardless. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. It's all coming back to you. And like you said, your purpose. And also going, you know, and I'm also loving, on top of it, what you're doing in the school. Because that's a big flaw the schools, the school programs have, is that they don't teach us the correct way to deal with life, you know, really understand our emotional intelligence, being able to find our purpose, our passion. You know, they're still stuck in the industrial age of teaching where they want you to go in and then out so you can get that nine to five job, which really doesn't, is, has is been phasing out for years now. Yeah, there's definitely a massive shift in the world right now, mm -hmm. especially in education. And it's scary for me to be in the system at times because I don't agree with a lot that happens in the system. And sure. um, I feel I'm beyond grateful that I'm a music teacher because I have the time and the flexibility to work this into my curriculum. I also work in an incredible school where my administration, they they trust what I'm doing with the, with the students. And I'm very lucky for that because I know I am still teaching them music, but I do take a big chunk out of my curriculum every day to ensure these skills, these life skills that are not taught. And yeah. especially in New York City, mm -hmm. and I don't want to talk bad because I'm not talking bad. I'm talking, this is the real world. Sure. I'm from Long Island. They get a lot more social emotional help than mm -hmm. they do in New York City. Nice. And we've been seeing through the pandemic um, in New York, which I know you guys are far away, but I know you guys have heard through the grapevine of the media <laughs> that there's a lot of um, trauma that was that went hand in hand with the pandemic with the, with the education system in New York City. You know, we are lacking resources. A lot of our kids are home remote learning and it's hard to get to these kids. Not like it wasn't harder before when they were in front of us. Now let's make it 10 times harder. So, I mean... I feel that part of my purpose, and I was just talking about this to my mom, um, it's these kids right now, because I'm actually with the same group of kids I was with last year. And that was not supposed to be the case. And with scheduling, it happened to be that they let me loop with them. So mm. now I've been with these kids since September uh, 2019. And now they let me come back with them for another year. So now I've seen them through a pandemic. We're still in a pandemic. I've seen some of them come back into the building and it's been interesting to kind of keep them up, you know, keep mm -hmm. them floating. But it's been enjoyable to do it because I'm seeing what my program is doing for them. I'm seeing them grow even in the worst of times. You know, I look at them and I'm like, we made it, guys. Like we are, you know, we're not stuck in quarantine anymore. And like being able to come back and say that to kids and watch them get better every day, it is, there's nothing better than that. Really so, so you're so you're actually in person teaching now rather than yeah, being so virtual. I do, half, I do half and half. So my school's on a hybrid model. I have a group A, a group B, and a group D. So A comes in two days a week, B comes in two days a week, and then one day a week is they rotate. And then my D group is fully remote. So needless to say, the stress is unreal on teachers right now. I pray for us every day because it is not normal. Planning is almost impossible at times because some of my lessons are online some of them are in person we know we can't play instruments because we can't share anything i don't have enough instruments for every child mm -hmm. so it's been like a struggle so i just keep incorporating 
this social emotional piece because they need it. They need an outlet. They need somewhere they can talk and they can express themselves because in the other subjects, it's all getting, you know, thrown at them. Like you didn't do anything, you know, during the springtime when you were quarantined. Now you need to make up all this work and you need to catch up. And they're feeling pressure that no child should ever feel, ever. And it's really, it's sad. But every day I'm like, let's motivate our mindset. Let's reset our mindset, you know? And they, they almost make fun of me, but they love it. They're like, oh, can we meditate today? I'm like, yeah, let's meditate, you know? So I'm, I'm grateful I have this outlet where I can do that and I wanna keep doing it. And that's why I wrote this book. And I hope educators buy the book as well and parents buy the book, not just for their kids to read, but for them to read, to see how important that, to make those connections with, with your kids, with your students, with people. We need to keep that humanity alive because we're, it's lacking right now. No, I, I, I totally agree with you. Were you gonna say something, Fred? I was gonna say, I definitely could see the passion. And when we were talking earlier about finding your passion, it's like you're a living embodiment of your passion through your music and how your the music is translating into the kids. Because when you, you show, studies show that when kids have a, uh, a basis of music within their life because that was one of the programs that they've always cut was the music and art programs whereas that's something that's instrumental because when they look at it as an individual who knows how to play an instrument their test scores are a lot higher yes and they and then, yeah it's like it's huge it's it's huge i mean i know even for myself and you know i try to be very relatable and I try to be relatable with my students. And I think some people may frown upon that. My students follow me on social media and I see no problem with that because I'm transparent. This is who I am. I'm not promoting anything negative. Um, I need them to see that I'm human and they need to see that their teachers are human beings so they can connect with them on an on a emotional level. Because when you feel more connected to a human, you're more willing to learn from them you become more open-minded to wanting to understand where they're coming from, no matter how old they are. And I think it's, um, it's, you go ahead, Len. I'm, I just- No, well, no, you're, you're doing great. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm rambling a bit, but I don't think I actually am because I'm so like, I'm so you're in not. it right now. We're but, listening, we're definitely yeah. listening. Like I'm, so, I'm not talking, please continue. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I feel like my kids need to see that like, I've, I've struggled in my life. So I'm very, very transparent that I was not the best student. Mm -hmm. And I hope that, oh, I hope one of my teachers in my life listens to this because I <laughs> wreaked havoc on my teacher's lives. I was loud. I never stopped talking. Like my social life was the most important thing in the world to me. And sitting down <laughs> and taking a test was not that important. It was like the fifth thing on my list that day. And, you know, I come from a big, amazing family. I have three sisters and I just, I come from such a background of so much love and that's all that mattered to me. I was like, you know, the earth child. I was like one with the, you know, I just wanted <laughs> just to be with everybody and everybody to be happy and to have a good time. And I didn't care if I was, you know, getting pulled in the hallway, like, Allison, you need to stop talking. Mm -hmm. Allison, you need to focus more. Allison, need to, and I was always like, I don't care. But the one thing that saved me every day was like my music class or playing my violin, you know, or that kind of stuff always brought me back. Like, all right, I guess I'm here. Like, I gotta, I gotta try, you know, but I'm always very transparent with my students. I try to tell them like, I was not the best student, but I got by, I passed everything. Mm -hmm. And no, it shouldn't be about passing. You should always be doing your best. But if you're really stuck at math, like I sucked at math, mom and dad, I am sorry. Like they know they paid so much money for tutoring and I just didn't care. I just was like, I don't like this. Like, right. and, and they tried so hard and <sighs> I mean, they're incredible parents, but I could not give in a crap about- You can't, you can't make the horse drink the water. You can't right. make the horse drink the water. <laughs> but if you can get to the kid and explain to the kid, this is yeah. not the rest of your life. This math class in sixth grade is not gonna make or break who you are. Your parents are not going to hate you if you fail, but if you are giving your all and you're going out of the way to learn something new and break down those boundaries for yourself and those fears, get by, keep moving so you can get out of middle school, so you can get out of high school. And if you want to go to college, go to college. If you don't want to go to college, don't go to college, but have a plan, figure out what your purpose is. It all comes back to that. Even when you're 11 years old, I wish somebody looked at me and really told me that when I was 11 oh my years God. old. 
I, I have to say something now because like you just hit on something that I feel like is the biggest issue. So yeah. I when I left college, I like I like I didn't I didn't drop out. I decided to leave because I well first I couldn't afford it anymore and I lost my scholarship for whatever reasons. But like all of a sudden, my whole life had to change, right? And in my mind, I told myself like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start my own business. I'm gonna make money. And and what nobody told me was that. You, it's, it's almost impossible to do that if you don't know what your purpose is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not going to happen if you don't know what your purpose is. And I would love to hear more about that because there are so many children right now who are being taught you can do whatever you want to do, but nobody's teaching, giving them the tools to know how to do anything that they want to do. Right. So that is a huge thing. I always do the assignment that a good friend of mine, he actually said this to me a long time ago. He's like, well, what if you had all the money in the world? You know, what would you do? So don't even think about it from a money standpoint. Don't think from from a financial standpoint, what would you want to do with your life? What would bring you eternal happiness? What would make you feel that fire, that passion that you feel like you did something in this world? And I really make the kids sit there and think, and I make them go back again. I'm like, I don't like your list, do it again, because I think you're lying. Mm-hmm. Like the only reason why you want to do that is because you think you're going to be a millionaire. No, take money out of it. Oh, and then man. all of a sudden the shift. And then they start saying, well, I thought I wanted to be a doctor, but that's because my mom wants me to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And you get into that. <laughs> and then it's like, there we are all so conditioned. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like I broke out of that. I broke one, once I figured out that I didn't have limiting beliefs anymore. And I decided that everything everyone told me is really great. I mean, I'm grateful for all the advice I've been given, everything I've learned. But when I realized what makes me me, what makes me whole as a person, I broke free. And I've lost a lot of friends in the last two years of my life. And I've, my relationships have changed with people. And my job has changed the way I do my job, the way I function every day, my routine. I'm very big on like daily routines, but I really promote on Instagram a lot Um, because doing these things for yourself will make you better, will make you find your purpose. So why are we listening to all this crap? And if you think about it, the majority of people are listening and the majority of people are not where they want to be. So what do you need to do to get there. And the truth is, stop listening to everyone else and start listening to yourself. Motivate your own mindset every day. Reset your mind every single day because my kids, we do this thing like a mood meter. So simple, right? Okay, one through 10, how are you feeling today? 10 is you're like feeling it. Today's the day, best day of my life. Everything's going great. You know, one is the day is to crap. and they're really vocal about why they give their number. I'm like, okay, so you gave me a seven. Why a seven? Like, tell me like three things why you gave me a seven. Adults should be doing this. <laughs> if 11 year old can tell me how they're feeling and then try to reset it with gratitude, why are adults not taught this? Why were we never taught this as kids? Sorry, see, my hands are going now. That's it, Lens, here we go. I know, I love it, I love it. Here we go. Ash coming Ooh, out. <laughs> everything you make, everything you're talking about is fantastic. It all makes sense. You're right. Why don't we do this as adults? Because we were never taught it. Not from our parents because they didn't know. The schools don't know. So then you're right. just like learning it on your own. That's if you choose to. And that's only if you have enough pain in your life that you want to make a change in your life to move forward. Well, that's the thing too. Like how bad do you want it? Oh. How badly do you actually want to be happy? Because let me tell you something. People don't want it as bad as they say they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's sad that people believe because they're limiting beliefs. People believe that happiness isn't real, that it's a fairy tale, that you only see in the movies and only the rich people have it, or only these people have No, no, no. It's, a, it's no. about that energy that people are putting out. People are putting out this negative energy and what are they gonna get more? They're gonna get more of this negative energy. So when, when everything that's happened in your life is because if it was intentional of how you've been putting it out is that you are living this life on purpose and the, and the universe will give you what you want when you know exactly what you want. Amen, the universe. Now, I think the universe is, I'm obsessed with 
the law of attraction, yeah. with the secret, with meditating. I do Kundalini meditation where it's really, really about awesome. energies. And I'm like, I meditate every day. I do breath work with my students. They don't know they're doing Kundalini. I might have told them in passing. <laughs> we just call it meditating. It doesn't I don't matter. It works. I mean, I had a parent one time asked me if we were doing religious things in the classroom. I was like, oh my gosh, no, we're just breathing. <laughs> we're just sitting still and breathing because this collective energy around us, especially this weekend, uh, this week, I did not <laughs> turn on the news. I went and voted. Yes, I was in quarantine. Good, I hope the state hears me. I was in quarantine. I was negative. I put two masks on, a hood on, and I went and voted because it was my right. I was not gonna tell you to tell me to stay in quarantine so I couldn't vote. Anyway, so I went, I voted, and then I said, I don't wanna talk to anybody. I'm happy I'm quarantined. I was like, I don't want to talk to anybody about any of this. I'm not giving my energy to all of this because all I saw was negative everywhere. Mm -hmm. Even if you were passionate about your candidate, whoever you wanted to win, it was like, what kind of world country are we living in that people just want to see pain? Mm -hmm. People want to see people suffering. Yeah. People want to see that. We've been conditioned to believe that when we want somebody to lose, we want the worst for them. When we want what we want, we want to see someone else go down for what we got. Yes. We want to get what we want because we want to prove somebody wrong. And that just that shows, is, that just shows like what you were saying with the kids, like what you're teaching these kids, breathing techniques, social, like maturity, social, like, you know, like endurance. Your kids, when they grow up and something similar happens like this, like this sort of energy happens, they're not going to give into it. They're going to be way more mature than everybody else around them. And that's an amazing gift that you gave them because right now, all those the extremists that we see on both sides of the aisle, all I see is a, a, a strong lack of emotional maturity. Yeah. And it's a very strong place of hate. Yeah. And, you know, my, my nanny, my grandma, uh, rest in peace. She would always say, don't say the word hate. It's a very strong word. And, and I'd say strongly dislike. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, I strongly dislike this dad, like so angry as a kid. Like I strongly dislike, but it's true. I actually try not to say the word hate mm -hmm. because why would you want to give out that low vibration, that low vibrational word? It doesn't do anything for you. And even when like, you know, yesterday when Biden did win and the one thing I didn't like about Biden supporters was that they were like, good, like screw Trump. He's just, I'm like, stop. Just stop. Exactly. What are you, where is this going now? Now you're turning into that. So you know what? We all have a choice to make in our lives. What you put out there does come back. The law of attraction is so real. The secret, I'm reading the magic right now. I'm all about that because I always say to my own clients, I am living proof. A lot of people know my story. I'm very willing to share it because I did not just wake up like this one day. I was always a very energetic child and I think you also need to, that's another thing, you know, looking back on your childhood to figure out who you want to be. But I always had that in me, but it definitely went away over the years. It definitely went away. And I had to, I had to like, really like dig myself out of a hole to get back to, you know, who I was as a child, like who I am right now. And I'm telling you right now, leading with love is the only way to go. It's the only Amen. way. Amen. Amen. I, I did it some people are like, oh, it's corny. No. All right, so go and be a hater. Go be cool. <laughs> go be cool, be a hater. And then you have a bad day and all the bad things happen to you that day and then the next day's a bad day. But okay, you know what? I'm gonna, it's totally I'm gonna send you like that. It's totally like that. Cause it's like, you, it's just, it's like, go be a hater. And they're like, fine. <laughs> it's like, it's what? Like, <laughs> like go be, go be one of the cool people, you know? Like cause everybody, you know, everybody's in a category now and everybody's one way or another way. and. That's not, that's not real life. I feel like everything's a category in our life, right? If you think about it, everything sure. you do when you're online shopping, there's categories, you know, when you're looking up in your food thing, there's categories, everything's in categories. It's like, no, guess what? You're your own category and you need to start living for you. Like I'm the Allison category. There's only one me. Yes. I, I try to do it all because that's who I am. That's what I want to do with my life. I don't want to turn around one day and be like, oh, I shouldn't have put out all that music. Oh, wait, what? I'm not gonna say that. Like, no, like, like, why not? Like, why not you? You know, why not you? It's, it's, it's about embracing you. 
everything yep. that a person does in life. Embrace yourself. Embrace what you want to put out. There are people out there that are going to go ahead and look at you differently because you are not in their normal, what they call normal. And because it right away, they, people come across and say, you're weird. Embrace that weirdness. I love being weird. <laughs> My kids tell me I'm a big weirdo and I'm like, I know, don't you love it? They're like, yeah, <laughs> but it's true. Like I agree with you, like being weird and whatever, if you think of the most successful people in the world, you know, celebrities and whoever, they're the weirdest. <laughs> yes, thank you. And thank there's nothing you. wrong with that. I'm not judging, I'm not saying that, but because they just don't care about what mm -hmm. other people think. I've listened to what other people think. I enjoy feedback because from a business standpoint, it's important to listen to what you're putting out. Is it you know being absorbed the way you want it to be? And how are you coming across as a person? And I've done a lot of digging with that because when I decided to make my Instagram public and use it more as a business standpoint, instead of saying like, it's a business, I was like, yes, I do this for a business, but I'm gonna share with you my journey along the way. I'm gonna still share with you my passion of music because that is also part of my purpose. Your purpose is not necessarily one thing. And I think that's the thing. I, and I've had a lot of people um, tell me in the last year, well, you need to find that one thing. And I go, why? <sighs> you know, why? Because all of my things are connected. Sure. And if they have zero connection, then maybe I'd understand that. Like if I was playing professional basketball and then, you know, doing something, I don't know, and then being a teacher, like you can't really do those at the same time. But what I'm doing right now, I am balancing it and I'm, I'm very happy about it and I'm proud of where I've gone. But I do get a lot of people saying to me like, oh, but like you're a motivational coach, but you're also writing a book and you're a teacher and you're a musician. I go, yeah, but that's all connected. Mm -hmm. Being a teacher and a coach is yeah. very, very similar, very similar. And I've gone through this big thing in my life and my students even know this. We're like, I don't really want to be a teacher anymore. I don't want to be in the system anymore. Yeah. And it's not that I don't want to teach. Um, I would love to do coaching and go into schools and do stuff that I do with my motivational, motivating the mindset stuff, which I'm hoping to get to one day. But right now I'm there for a purpose. Like we were saying, like I'm definitely there for that group of kids for a reason right now. And I'm kind of just trying to go with the motions and put out what I want into the universe and keep going with the flow. I think a lot of people just have trouble getting into that flow of accepting what's going on in, in the present moment because people get down themselves like well i want that right now it's not happening for me right now yeah okay yeah and they like, can't let go they can't let go whatever it is surrender. they don't realize they're holding on to this like crazy thing nobody surrenders and i yeah. mean if you're any kind of meditation and you know your chakras you know your crown chakras and my kids know their chakras we watched a um was like an, an anime ah. anime they love it and i mean i i don't really like anime i don't know does I, i've never really gotten into it okay but but, but I think it's important for me to understand where they're coming from. So I said, you know, I'm gonna look up some of this stuff. And one of the kids said to me, okay, I was talking about chakras and he goes, they talk about chakras in whatever avatar anime it was. Mm -hmm. So I went and I looked it up. I found the clip where they, he goes through all the chakras and explains the awesome. chakras through anime. And yes. my kids were like, they were in it. And now when they meditate, it's like they, they can make that connection of like, mm -hmm where they're feeling and like they like I feel it in my solar plexus and the snake area and I just like <laughs> yeah you, they were watching avatar they're watching avatar I love that show avatar, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like but I love that I was able to get one of their interests because I want people to understand like how you're feeling on the daily day is not going to always determine where you're going to be going but if you can start controlling how you're feeling on a daily day and motivating your mindset every day mm -hmm. to become better and understand what you're feeling and work through it. That's a really important part of get, getting to your purpose and growing and evolving as a person. Allison, I got a question for you because yeah. I know a lot of people out there, they're always looking for like a quick, like hack in their life. Think of it like a quick life hack that you can tell people with the current times that we're going on right now. Something that you can go ahead and because you see a little, you see the divide that's going on and I'm looking at it as I want to nip this in the butt as quick as possible because I'm just seeing this, that it can get, uh, this fracture can get wider and wider. Mm -hmm. So if there's something that you can think about a life hack, like a couple of tips that you can give for people can go ahead and be a little bit more, um, 
more at peace within themselves? Yeah, so a few things really quick off the top of my head, what I did with the kids. Identify how you're feeling every day and write it down. Journaling, huge, huge part of growing as a person. I thought it was the corniest thing in the world. I was like, I'm not keeping a diary. I am 30 years old, you know, at the time or 31. And I started journaling and I was like, I'm not doing this. And it's completely changed how I look at every day. And even if I force it, I still do it. So writing down what you're grateful for every day, sitting in peace, sitting in silence, put on some meditation music, put on your favorite song. I don't care if it has lyrics or not. Having time for yourself. That's another hack. Even if it's 15 minutes, I coach a lot of people that have kids. So they're like, I don't have time. I don't have time. Wake up 15 minutes earlier. Wake up 15 minutes earlier. Easiest way to wake up 15 minutes earlier, putting your feet on the floor the first five seconds after you wake up. Mel Robbins, the five second rule. <laughs> and sit up, put your feet on the floor. Start your day on a good note. These little simple things, journaling, sitting in peace, identifying how you're actually feeling and why you're feeling that way. I think, you know, when you wake up in a really bad mood, I know we can all relate to this because I that was me this week um, because I was quarantined and there was a lot going on. I was waking up with anger mm. and I'm not an angry person. And I realized the anger was linked to stress. And then I had to figure out how to de-stress without exercising because exercising, physical movement also, another tip. I cannot express to people 15 minutes walking outside. Mm -hmm. Go outside. Good God. Why is nobody going outside? It's if you're worried about outside. COVID, put a mask on. Get out there. Corona's outside. <laughs> put a mask on. I don't care what you got to do. Go outside. Become grounded in nature because. Mm -hmm. You know, when you go on vacation, right? And you are, you stand out there wherever, wherever you are and you're on vacation, right? Doesn't it feel different being outside than it does at home? Oh, sure. Yeah. It's like a weird, it's like a weird thing. If you really think about it, I always bring myself there. Like, what is that feeling I feel? And why do I feel like that when I'm outside? Because mm -hmm. when I'm outside, I'm feeling more grounded. When I'm at home and I'm outside, I don't feel grounded because I'm not allowing myself. I'm thinking about all these things. Go outside, ground yourself journal, identify how you're feeling, movement. All of these things are really important. Having a little bit of time to yourself. Having a little bit of time to yourself. Oh, and drink, drink so much water. <laughs> Hydrate. <laughs> oh, keep Yeah, that's right. Chris, just keep drinking. Just chug it. So um, I really think hydration, it sounds really, really strange, but being dehydrated actually can completely, it affects your entire day. So if you're dehydrated, okay, your muscles in your body, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're starting to cramp up, you feel weak. If you have, a, let's say you have like a pain in your knee, that pain feels 10 times worse. Let's say you get a headache, your headache gets 10 times worse. You know, so then you're feeling stressed out. Think about how just drinking water is going to take away all of those things. You won't have a headache, so then you won't get stressed out. Your knee's not gonna hurt anymore. All those little things. That's another tip, I think, hydrating. I know it sounds kind of silly, but people don't drink water. That's a thing. I don't really get it. They don't, they don't. Water. It's great. In America, America, it's really bad, especially in inner cities. People, they will, they will most likely grab a, a sugar, a sugar water drink. Like, mm -hmm. uh, like what's Lipton iced tea with those, it's, it's filled with sugar and all this stuff, but, or you'll buy this and I'm just like, just, just, just get water. That's all right. you need. So hydrating, it's silly because a lot of people do come to me for coaching because I do, um, motivating the mindset is about living out your purpose. So living a happy, healthy lifestyle that you want to live for you, however that looks like to you. So a lot of people do come to me for um, eating, for about eating, about mm -hmm. health. And I am not, I am not a trainer. I am not a nutritionist, but I've done, I've gone through my health journey, which a lot of people followed me on in the past year. And I had a very poor relationship with food and I was at the heaviest I'd ever been. I was barely eating, so I couldn't understand. So I ended up hiring um, a macros coach and figured out how to count my macros, which is when you count your protein, carbs, and fat intake. Mm -hmm. Basically, it, it's science-based. I love science. I love when you tell me it works because of science, not because Kim Kardashian did it. I like <laughs> you tell me. I mean, she's a fellow Armenian, but, but still. <laughs> Um, 
I don't want it to be that a celebrity did it. I don't want to have restrictions in my life. I wanted it to, I want to live a balanced life. Like that's the whole, that's how you live a happy life. It's like, you're not telling me I can never eat bread again, or I can never eat cheese again or something like that. Cause that would be so sad. Oh my gosh. Or that I can never drink wine again, you know, and stuff like that, where I was like, no, I don't want to do that. But this is science-based. I figured out this balance. Long story short, I ended up losing 30 pounds in a very healthy way over, over a year and a half. So I did it in a very healthy way where I've able, been able to keep it off. I'm working with an amazing trainer. He has taught me about not overdoing it. So we watch all these, these things on TV and on social media. Like you have to work out seven days a week and you need to work out twice a day and you need to, you know, drink these shakes. And, and I'm sitting there going, I was doing all that. And I was in the worst shape of my life. I was so unhealthy, even from a mental standpoint, because mm -hmm. I was like, why am I killing myself and nothing's working? <laughs> like nothing's working. So I was lucky enough that one of my sisters is an athletic trainer and she just has a lot of knowledge and education on nutrition and exercise where she was like, you're killing yourself, Allison. You need to like slow down, which has always been a very hard thing for me because as you can tell, I'm very passionate. So I like to mm -hmm. go, go, go. But I decided I was going to educate myself on this and I did. And now what I do know is what I share with my clients is that it's the simplest thing. And it really starts with your mindset, living a balanced, happy life and looking the way you want to look actually starts with what's happening up here. Cause if you're telling yourself every day, like I can never get skinny or I'm never going to look like this, or I'm never going to, you never will. Cause now you're telling your body, this is the energy going back to the universe and the law of attraction. Like this is the energy you're putting out and your body is, that's what your body's absorbing. So it's, I keep trying to explain this to clients. And when you're more willing to make changes that, you know, and sacrifices that are going to make you feel so good, you're going to do it. So I do a lot of that with, with my coaching as well right now. I know I'm trying to get certified in macro counting so I can actually have the calculator to help my clients a little bit more, but just getting in that mindset of knowing you can do it and making better choices for yourself to live a balanced life. Oh my gosh. It's, it's liberating for me to share this message with people because social media, the media is sharing a very different message with us and it's not realistic and it's not science-based. That's right. Like keep, like keep drinking those fat burning tea things. Like, you're probably destroying your organs. <laughs> you know, a lot of people that would be on the fitness side, when they're going to have a photo shoot, they would go ahead and go through their uh, diet restriction because they want to look a certain way for the photo shoot so they could, their abs are going to be popping out, the muscles. So it's, if they're, it look like they're automatically doing a, a show or a bodybuilding show, but if they're just doing a photo shoot. And they're not really living that complete authentic life because when you're when you pull out a magazine or you're looking and you see these pictures you're thinking this person looks like that every single day which is a fabricated lie because i have seen individuals on how they look normal every day and then when they're going to get ready for something you got to prep your body for it and right. everybody's just looking at the end results, not looking at the process on what it takes to even get there. And then also realizing that what are you doing? You're, you're, uh, how you're living your life. You're restricting yourself because me as being an athlete, I have restricted myself by eating certain types of foods and not really having that appreciation saying, oh, I want to have a pizza or whatever. But I know that certain things I might not be able to have it like cheese. Like I cut out cheese just because cheese doesn't really digest well with me, but I still can have pizza if I want. Right. And everything's, about an abundance. everything's about having a balance as well as being able to live your life and being able to make sure that uh, if you do something like eating pizza every single day, that's not good. But if you have pizza like once a month, it's not a big deal. Right. And that's, and that's like, that's macros, but you just said science-based, like living at, like, if you're trying to lose weight, you have to be in a cat, like a caloric deficit. Like everybody knows this, but people are doing it in all weird ways. Like it's just portions. And it's like, mm -hmm. when it gets down to like the nitty gritty of it, it's a lot easier than what society makes it sound like. So like we, like we were saying, so the process, like nobody's willing to go through the process. Everyone wants instant gratification. They want to just be like, Oh, look, they have a six pack. Why can't I have a six pack? 
I have like a four pack right now. And it took me a long time to get to a four pack. And I couldn't be more proud of that four pack because I know it's there to stay because I live very balanced and mm. I, and I still enjoy things. I think people actually, I did in the beginning of the summer, I think it was, I did like a, or midsummer, I did a tour of my fridge and my freezer. Cause people like literally thought for a minute that I like wasn't eating or I don't know, but I don't like, I'm not a big person like to like post everything I eat. Like I do every once in a while, but I did a whole tour. Everybody's like, well, do you eat pasta? I'm like, yeah, I, but I, I eat chickpea pasta because I eat it almost every day. If you want to know the truth, because it agrees with my body. I have no issue with it. So it's like finding, going through the process of me finding foods that were good for me, that work for my digestive system, but it may not work for yours, but you need to do the work and people don't want to do the work. But as a coach, I am happy to help guide you and hold you accountable for finding out, writing down everything you're eating every day and going through that process. Like you said, the process of getting from A to B is a lot more than people are willing to do. But let me tell you something, when you go through it and you do it and you're on the other end, you turn around and go, that was worth it. And having that kind of satisfaction, that's the feeling I want people to feel more of. And you can do that in so many different aspects of your life. And you do have to make sacrifices. Like I actually don't drink alcohol much anymore at all. And everybody will laugh because I was definitely the girl that was drinking on the weekends. And now I only do it, use it for special occasions. Mm -hmm. And it's made a shift in my friendships, I find. And at the same time, um, it's allowed me to get more work done and really celebrate life when it's important to celebrate it. And those moments are so much more magical. And that's really promoted my health that's promoted my that's good for my singing for my vocal cords i was just mm -hmm. telling you guys before yeah. i stopped drinking i'm on week it'll be on wednesday i think it'll be three weeks with no coffee at all because i'm recording right now so i decided i'm only going to use coffee for like kind of the same thing as as drinking i guess like maybe special occasions like on a sunday morning or something or on the weekends because I don't need it to function. All these things we've been we've been conditioned to believe, like I'm so energetic, I don't need coffee. I'll do breath work in the morning and feel good. And my breath work um, meditation teacher, Erica, um, Evolved by Erica, she has a great following on Instagram, Inkale, Exhale, and she was always says, I do breath of fire every morning and I haven't had coffee in three years. And I'm like, this girl's crazy. I was like, how do you get there? I'm like almost there. I'm like, Erica, I get it. And I think it's just, you ha can't, you have to like stop listening to what everybody else is going to say or think about you. And getting to that point is really hard and it can be very lonely sometimes. Actually, Len, if you remember, we spoke about that briefly yes. in my interview, mm -hmm. um, yes. how being a coach at times can be very lonely. And because all you're doing is like, is like amping people and going, going, going and doing, doing, doing. And then it's like, oh, who am I sharing this with? But I'm like, I have my clients and I do have some, a very amazing group of friends in my life right now that have stuck it out through me going through all of this and all the things and my family. And if my family is my world and they support me and that's all you need and everything else falls in the law of attraction. Again, back to the universe. Yeah, You're going to find people more like you, like me getting tagged in a post to possibly do this podcast from a very good friend um, Mike that Len knows, like, you never know, like what's going to happen. So you got to just keep going. I think that's the thing. Like people get so, oh, I'm not motivated. Well, you're not motivated. Cause do you really want it? Like, what do you really want? What is it that you want? Not what your mom wants for you. Sure. Not what your teacher wants. Not what your sister thinks you should be doing. Not what your boyfriend, your husband, your girlfriend, your wife thinks you should be doing. What do you want? Mm -hmm. And people literally break down with that question. And I want no, more people I, to ask themselves that. No, and I agree with you. A lot of people don't know what they want. So they're just kind of in that zombie mode, just kind of going through life. And that's about it. So it really, that's why it's so important to really find your purpose and figure out what your true passion is in life and make it happen. You know, so Alice, we're coming to the end of the show here. You have been absolutely phenomenal today. Hey, One What's more that? question. One more question. This is a question. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll go ahead, Fred. Okay. 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 Allison. Okay. Yeah. I want to know uh, if you can go ahead and give a, uh, a some bit of bit of, a little bit of wisdom 
a life wisdom that you've learned through your life that you can share with our audience? Okay. Work hard, say less, and do whatever your heart is telling you to do, not your head. That's my wisdom for you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I absolutely loved it. Now, how can they get more wisdom from you? How can people reach out to you, get a hold of you, and learn more about who Allison is and about her coaching? Okay, so you can go to AllisonNoelMotivation.com and you can you can contact me there for a free consultation. I do coaching of all kinds. Like I said, as you can tell, I touch upon a lot of different things, but the core is to find your purpose and motivate your mindset. Um, so you can contact me there, or you can contact me on Allison Noel, which is on Facebook, or Allison underscore underscore Noel underscore on Instagram, which is also a very easy way. You can DM me. I get a lot of DMs, but I make sure to answer everybody every day. So please feel free to follow me there because I will take you on my, my daily journey, my routines, things that I do for myself that I know have helped a lot of people, um, you know, motivate their mindsets every day. So please feel free. You can contact me in any of those platforms. That's absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, Allison. And so that everybody knows, we'll also have Allison's information on our website at theextraordinarybeingmovement.com where you can get in contact her through us as well. So you can get on that journey in life to find your purpose. So this is Linda Carmine with the Extraordinary Being Movement. I want to thank everybody for being on our show, being here today, and especially Allison for being on our show. If you'd like to learn more, like I said, visit our website at theextraordinarybeingmovement.com. You can check out our YouTube channel at ebmtvlive.com. And also check out all of our coaches and our free resources that we have on our website and check back with us for all the amazing guests that we have on a weekly basis. Now, before I let everybody go, I want to get some final words from the one and only Christopher Shiver. Hey, guys. Uh, I just want to thank uh, the amazing speaker again for bringing out exactly what we needed to hear in these times, because thank you. Uh, I'm getting tired of seeing adults acting like children. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> very true. Very true. And Fred Martinez. Um, want to say that thank you Allison for the talk I, I definitely resonated with everything you said out there and made me look at things more inward within my life the thing is about everybody else in in the world is we need to start looking inward within our life and check our ego at the door and stop having that pissing contest with our ego yes I agree get rid of that ego <laughs> listen to your soul instead <laughs> very true Fred Martinez, thank you very much. Allison, Chris, thank you for being here with us. Thank we you appreciate so it. Make sure that you like and subscribe and join the movement, the Extraordinary Bee Movement. We are a global movement to empower people for personal growth and achievement, and we're taking a stand for your life. So take a stand for yours as well. We wish everybody a good day. Talk to you soon. Bye.